One, two. Oh, wait. I'm going to count down. Okay, you guys ready? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to count down. Uh, wait, are we sure this is Mario? <laughs> it's been a while, okay? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. It's been a while. All right, you guys ready? Plus some caps. Three, two, <laughs> one. Record. Cinema. Welcome back to Cinema 7. Um, well, yeah, I guess welcome back. It's been a while. And uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> the, you know, this is going to kick off our resurgence. Okay, this is like the new season of NASCAR. This is our Daytona 500. Okay, this is... Are you sure? Yeah, this thought, is going to kick the, off the new season thought, of Cinema 7. I have no idea. I thought like the first race... Was like the Coca Cola 500 or the Indianapolis 500 or? No, I think it's Daytona 500. They started off with the Daytona. I believe so. I think that's what kicks it off. I think. At least that's what I bleed for years. You bleed. You bleed Daytona. More importantly, though, are are we now called Cinema Seven Resurgence? Is that oh. our new tagline? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cinema Seven Resurgence. <laughs> Get ready like to a, get your ass electrified. Oh my god. So if you don't know what Final Countdown is, the Final Countdown is where we talk about our top 10 uh, movies of the year, which is the very last thing we will mention. Because, you know, it's the suspense. We gotta build the suspense. That's but we suspense. also talk about video games that came out that we played. We talk about how awesome it was to, to witness Chris Hawk uh, laughing at the commuter. Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, my phone just vibrated. I apologize. Got to ruin the whole damn podcast. Yep. Going to talk about TV shows that came out, ones that we've seen, and you know our top top five. So we're, we're doing all that. Honorable mentions, letdowns, whatever. And uh, when we get the letdowns, we'll let you know why we call it letdowns. So. Uh, Whenever you guys are ready, we'll kick it off with uh, our favorite video games of the year. We're just going to go right into it. Game of the year. All right. Favorite video games of the year? Honestly, Chris Hawk didn't play a lot of video games this year because he has a second child. And uh, I kind of played Madden a lot, and I got back into Madden. I think Madden would be on my list of games that I felt was one of my games of the year. I'm usually not very good at Madden especially on the defensive side of the ball, but apparently I am this year, and that's why my team is kicking so much ass. And uh, my other two games, uh, I know this game came out last year on the computer, which was 2017, because last year would be 2018, because this is 2019, but Into the Breach, and Into the Breach is this uh, turn-based strategy game where you pilot mechs and you have to prevent these aliens from destroying your world, and I think it's... It's very fun, and it's very hard, and I, I've sunk some good amount of time in it, and I think if you give it a shot, I think you'll love it too. 
And then finally, I think it's one of the best party games of all time. We've been talking about it for a long time in the group chat, and we talk about it all the time and how cheap Joey's character, Joey Hill's characters are, and that's a uh, Smash Ultimate, and how eventually we're going to beat Joey Hill, but probably not. Look, we can beat Joey Hill. Okay, John was close. I was super close. You were close. It's just some for some reason that dumb fucking Squirtle. Okay, when we fa- <laughs> the dumb Squirtle. But when we face Joey Hill, even as Cloud, whoever it is, we like John mentioned it last time when we got together to play. <laughs> you know, we just we all we we die. We commit we commit seppuku off the stage. Sother I'm going to be honest, I don't even know in the game. So maybe if I own the game, I might be better at it. But I know I can beat him with only training with you guys. <laughs> John, you're pretty good, though. You're pretty good at Smash Brothers. I, I honestly don't know how, and I never thought I was that good, but apparently I am okay at it. I Well, you know, I think you know how each of us plays so i think that gives you an, an advantage but also like when even when you're trolling with uh simon or whatever richter just throwing axes and and boomerang axes uh, <laughs> i That's mean my new second character i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> and that chain whip up that chain whip knocking people off the map but uh i don't know you, you learn you learn you have patience and i think that uh I think that's why you're pretty good. But Smash Brothers Ultimate is probably, that's like the only game, I don't remember what else came out in 2018, but that's probably the only other game I bought besides like Mario Party and Mario Tennis. I'm not going to count those because I didn't play a lot of Mario Tennis and Mario Party I thought could be better or have more maps or bigger maps or or, like just the maps could be bigger. And the stars, you know, end up costing more. Other than that one map where the stars actually do cost more, but then it fluctuates because it's random or goes back down to five, goes to ten, whatever. But I think Smash Brothers is my favorite game. Even though it came out in December, I would say it's the best game I played in 2018 just because of the fun I have with you guys. And uh, Smash has always been one of my favorite game series. So... But John, what about you, man? You probably played more games than me and Chris Hawk. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you guys didn't play anything. Um, I I just went through like a brief list of what was released in 2018, and I got 20 games that I have played almost all of, or the majority of. I mean, a lot of them. I guess I I rented from the library, so I guess that makes sense because I didn't actually pay for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I actually do have five. And uh, number five is State of Decay 2, which is free on Xbox Game Pass. And I never played the first one, but uh, the second one is pretty good. It's like a zombie survival game where you have your little group of survivors and you got to go like search for supplies and stuff and level up your community. I thought it was really fun and it was free. So oh, I mean free with Game Pass, but that's 10 bucks a month. That's nothing. But I thought it was really fun. I don't know if you guys have seen it or heard of it at all. Maybe. I, yes, I, no? I downloaded it. I think I played the first one and uh, a little bit of the first one because I downloaded the demo when it came out on 360. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty fun. I just, uh, you know, John, I, I'm not big on those, a lot of like survival games or 
you know, uh, the games where you got to gather certain materials to do certain things. Yeah, I, I mean, it did feel. I mean, the the plot is really loose in it, but it was. I don't know. It passed the time. I just I didn't get a chance to play the second one yet, but I do have Game Pass, so I mean, I could download it because it's multiplayer, right? Yeah, and uh, people say the the second one is way better than the first one. I don't know what the differences are, but I mean, to each their own. My number four game is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which my brother bought. So again, I technically got it for free, I guess. So because of game sharing, but uh, I wasn't too big on the Egyptian Assassin's Creed. Uh, it felt grindy, and it did feel new and fresh, like away from the Assassin's Creed mold, even though it is still literally the same game. Mm-hmm. But like the mechanics were different. But Odyssey, I felt, was really fun with the whole ship combat and the Greeks and the war and everything. I thought it was pretty fun. So I put it at number four um, because the top three games are a lot better, I think, in my opinion. My number three game is uh, Detroit Become Human, the uh, Android game on the PS4. Well, I really want to play that. That's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. I, uh, I I really like all the branching paths and keeping the characters alive and everything. And the game is just gorgeous in terms of graphics. And I mean, even like from the start, you play as uh, the one Android and you walk into the room and it's just like you look at this fish tank mm-hmm. and just the, it's it's a beautiful game. So uh, I really enjoyed the story. I think it's worth it. Um, I think a lot of other people like it. My number two game is a Switch game, actually. I don't know that you guys have played it. Uh, it's Octopath Traveler. No, but I heard that game is very, uh, not grindy, but it, you have to put some time into that game. You do. It or is uh, Maybe that was you a, that told me that. It's very much a game where you need to level up, and uh, yeah, you, you do spend sometimes just killing monsters, but there are ways to make it easier. Uh, with a specific class and, you know, getting experience like multipliers. Uh, it makes it a lot easier if you know what you're doing with that. But yeah, it's it's pretty grindy. Um, if you don't want to put a lot of time into it, I wouldn't recommend it. Honestly, I'm, I have like 25-ish hours into it and I'm barely through the game. I play it in like, you know, I'm winding down before bed or something or I have nothing to do when I'm sitting at H&R Block doing nothing because nobody's coming in. Uh, I just... I bust it every now and then. I don't play it like religiously. Otherwise, I can get through it. But I think it's really fun. And I mean, number one, I don't really need to talk about it. But I mean, it's one of the best games of the year was Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, I haven't done the multiplayer, but the story alone, I felt was worth the $60 that I paid for it. So I don't I don't need to go in depth in that because I feel like everybody knows what it is and what it's about. So I'm not even going to brush that topic, but it is worth the hype, in my opinion. I really wanted to play that, and I really wanted to play uh, Spider-Man for the PS4. I just haven't gotten a chance to play those. Yeah, I haven't picked up Spider-Man, and it looks really good, but it's not something that I was like, I need to play. Speaking of uh, video games, I just wanted to mention that we are a part of uh, Sparkberry Entertainment, which you know kind of has hit a stride as well, along with us... Uh, doing the podcast stuff like we were all busy over the season and uh you know and and there's a lot of things i didn't get to editing so you know some of that's on me i'll take the blame for some of that you know and and you can't help being busy you know so we were all pretty busy uh too 
but uh, uh, Sparkberry is a group of us, which is, uh, I think Fireside still shares his stuff on there sometimes, uh, Chris Poole. Um, I don't know what he's been up to, but I'll have to get with him and talk with him on an episode or something and see what he's been up to. Uh, Nirvana, I don't know if they've been streaming on Twitch, but if you can look up Nirvana. Uh, I think it was my underscore NTV was their main page. The other two who are giving of the ideas more recently and and wanting to get it back on track is uh, Scott at uh, Diasta. Thank you, Scott. And then uh, uh, Kevin, which is uh, Phoenix0727. You can look him up. He spells Phoenix weird. He puts the E before the O. Kevin's the one who came up with the idea. Um, Chris Hawk and John helped us develop the name. And uh, we, we kind of want to start like our own little group thing. So we're kind of rebranding it at the moment. But you can look up Sparkberry Entertainment on all social media and you can follow it. And, uh, you know, just to keep up with updates and stuff. So check that out and check out uh, all the people that are part of it on Twitch and, and uh, part of the podcast world like Chris Poole on Fireside Comics. That'd be dope. But our next category... Um, unless you guys want to talk about some more games that you wanted to play or haven't gotten to. Literally every game. Same. Same. Yeah, I mean, I have a a list of games I played and I could talk about, but if you guys didn't get to a lot of games, I don't think we needed to dwell on it. Mm -hmm. I do have an honorable mention, and that's the South Park games. Those games are actually really good, and that new one had just come out this year. If you like South Park, those games were worth playing, so... Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. I the only thing I've been playing is Destiny Two, but that came out in 2017, right? Yeah, get it out of here. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're, not allowed, you're not allowed to play that game anymore. I'm not allowed to it's play old. that game anymore. It's you can old. talk about you can talk about Destiny Three. <laughs> Wait, we'll have we'll have to do an episode on what on Destiny Three, talking about Anthem and Division Two or something like that when they finally come out. But uh, Chris Hawk wanted to do something new, so I say we talk about like some of our favorite books. What? Or audiobooks. Oh, s- oh snap. Uh, Chris Hawk, if you have any uh, books you want to talk about or throw out there that you've been reading or give us some snippets about what, it, what your, some of your favorite books are about that you read this year, I say uh, go at it. Go ham. All right. But not too ham. So I've been uh, I've been reading quite a bit uh, this l- past year. I uh, downloaded the Libby app, which is short for like library, and you can use your online uh, local library's database and borrow books online straight to Kindle. And I think, and it's free. So I think that beats literally anything out there. I usually I don't like buying books because usually I read it once and I don't ever read it ever again. And uh, I don't really have a big enough bookcase to hold all the books that I do read. So I think this is like a perfect fit for me. So the books that I read this year that really stood out, there's like, I read a lot, but these are the ones I uh, I particularly love. And I when I read, I'd usually gravitate more towards fantasy. <clears throat> and in video games, I, it's kind of the opposite. I love the sci-fi. And I, I just think it's, Maybe because um, in books and literature and fantasy, it's, it's a little bit more romantic in the way that they, they do things. So I think I've 
for like number three, I would have to do um, the Dresden Files. And I just recently read all like books that have been out by Jim Butcher. And that's like 15 books. And I read them all this year and I tore through them. Mario, I think this is a book that you would love. I think you would love the main character. I don't, I don't, I think you've seen the show maybe. Which show? The, the Dresden Files. Sounds, uh, is, is the show called something else? I think that's what it's called. Uh, then I, I don't know. Well, the main character, Harry Dresden. Um, oh, you're talking he, about the, uh, the, the, uh, guy that's like wizard. Constantine. He kind of, yeah. He, he's uh, like magic he's ba- and stuff. He's basically like a Peter Parker, but a wizard. That's basically his personality and how he goes about saving his friends and family and stuff like that. That's, that's, he's basically Peter Parker, but a wizard. And I think that's why I love the books so much. And they, like, the first, I would say the first eight or seven books, it's just slowly building this character up. And then the, the last eight, yeah, eight books is when I think his story the story of Harry Dresden really hits off where it, it goes in directions where you didn't think it would go. And that's, that's what I, I loved reading those books. I tore through them. I was like week after week after week, I would just go through them. And then this other book, which be, would be probably my second favorite book of the year, would be, it was called The Night Circus. And it was a very more character-driven book than it was plot-driven. And I think it really was this mystical type of feeling when I read it. It was actually, I felt the same way when I read this, when I read Harry Potter. That's how, it was like, this is why reading is so special to me. Because this, this book is really, really good. It's, it's very romantic. It's, you know, it's like a love story between two wizards. And I was like, man, this is some cool stuff. I love this stuff. And then, of course, um, I think I've talked about my favorite author on this sh- podcast a lot. And it's uh, Brandon Sanderson, and I started reading his Stormlight Archive with The Way of Kings. I think I've mentioned that a lot. And then Words of Radiance was the second book that came out a while back. And I'm on to the third book, but I've read the first two, and I think they're some of the two best books I've ever read. I did think you mentioned those as like weekly, weekly recommends at one episode. You did. But uh, John, do you, do you have any opinions on any of those books? Have you heard of them? Heard anything? Or or what about some of your favorite things that you read? Oh, I think everybody's heard of Brandon Sanderson. He's uh, one of the most popular authors of the the current day and age. He was the guy they picked to finish the Wheel of Time with Robert Jordan's notes, and uh, he he has some some great like everything he does is almost golden in terms of books. I haven't read all of his series, but uh, I'm I'm gonna get there. I uh, I haven't read a whole lot. I read uh, Nick Foles' uh, biography. I read that, <laughs> uh, but I've been I, I'm that still in the process. Amazing. I, I, I'll get to it in a second. <laughs> I, I'm I'm in the process of uh, rereading the Wheel of Time to finish it because they're supposed to make a show, and I'm on book eleven of fourteen. So, uh, and they're like eight hundred page books. So, John, John, do you need to read the Zero book, the New uh, Spring? No it's, no, it's not necessary. Okay. One one is a very world building book. It's it's kind of dry until the end, but uh, it does a lot of setting up. You don't need to read zero. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing reading wise. Uh, but so the Nick Foles book is actually really good. Um, 
And uh, Nick Foles is my favorite player, obviously quarterback for the you know Philadelphia Eagles. I was about to say, uh, let people know who Nick Foles is. <laughs> Nick Foles is the best. I, I just did. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, I'm, I know. my first rodeo. I was about. Uh, okay. I didn't. I didn't even know he had an uh, autobiography out. He did. He released it uh, just this like past season after the Super Bowl. Okay, that makes uh, sense. It's, it's very short. I tore through it in a couple hours. Um, my if I had one complaint about the book, and this is just from. A personal standpoint, I know who Nick Foles is, and I know he's very religious. The book does come off very religious, and it did take a little bit away from it for me, uh, just because a lot, a large portion of the focus was on that. But that is Nick Foles' motivation, so I understand. But just from a personal standpoint, it did take me a little away from it because it was almost too much for me personally. Like it was a but, little preachy almost? A little bit, but I understand, you know, a lot of people have different motivations for things, and that's what it's about, his motivation for things and how he, you know, his redemption story from basically wanting to quit to winning the Super Bowl with Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, I thought it was really good, and I, I read it pretty quickly. It's not not a hard book to read, but I can't really think of a lot of other stuff I've really read this year. I would have been more prepared had I known this would have existed, but uh, I wasn't told. Just saying, Chris Hawk. We, what what existed? This segment of this podcast we were about I, to do. I said it months ago. Yeah. Well, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> the group chat. You think I see every one of those texts when there's seventy five a day? You have a filter, John. I know you do. You filter out results. We have we have a podcast group text. Okay, you could have put it in there. <laughs> I bet you it is in there. About probably pretty sure it's in there. I don't really have any any books per se because everybody knows i i hardly read because i can barely spell but uh throwing some shade at myself oh, i did listen to some audiobooks um that they didn't come out last year but i listened to them last year or 2018 so i'll mention some uh alien river of pain kind of a cool little uh alien story i think uh this was something they definitely could have done instead of uh covenant, covenant not gonna lie uh i i still have to listen to alien out of the shadows i think i was somewhat through that they're kind of long uh i like predator as everybody knows uh we'll talk about it a little later if you've been listening to the podcast you know i like predator if you're my friend and you listen to the podcast you know i like predator <laughs> but uh predator if it bleeds wasn't bad um audiobook wise uh stinker lets loose i i think i mentioned that before talked about it before but it's kind of a comedy uh john ham is a character in there uh that's more of an audio drama that's that's not bad it's pretty funny makes fun of uh smoking the bandit um what else did i listen to last year some warhammer audio dramas it sometimes you got to find a good warhammer one because there's ones with like sound effects and and stuff like that but if it's one guy talking like it's a regular you know book narration i can't really get into it it depends on the i guess the the subject matter from a certain point of view it was all right the star wars uh it's it takes certain aspects of star wars and puts uh it it um how should i describe this so it, it it's like a certain basically a certain point of view of a character from uh the first movie and what they uh, see and, and notice from their point of view, like during things like the first one's Captain Antilles. 
uh, the first part, uh, what happens when Vader gets on the ship. It's pretty neat. Uh, but that's really all I've uh, listened to audiobook-wise. And you can get them on Audible, which, John, is that still a thing? Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't actually expire the link. Well, then... Uh, uh, I can I can definitely check, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't actually expire because they just have so much money that, you know... Yeah, why not? Any this any is, kind of advertising is free advertising. Mara, this is the part where you put your dad's ad in. I'm telling you. Yeah. Right here. I could put it in. Right here. Right now. Right right now. See, that was a good ad, wasn't it? That was. I mean, it's the best ad I've ever heard created, to be honest. <laughs> I hope you put I hope you put it in a different location. <laughs> I feel like every time we play that ad, I'm watching a flea market commercial on local television. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh man. It's uh, like one of those eighties. What's up, what's up? Cinema 7 Podcast listeners, how you doing? Here I am, the pro wrestling legend Mongoose from the Lehigh Valley right here in Pennsylvania. Listen to me when I talk to you, brother. I'm talking about the great offer from Cinema 7 and Audible. Visit www.audibletrial.com c7pod. This is the only place, I'm telling you, the only place where you can get some free stuff. You can get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice from www.audibletrial.com. Now listen, man, I'm telling you, check it out. It's free. Even if you cancel your membership, you get to keep this free audiobook all to yourself. I want you to share this with your friends. Get on Facebook. Get on Instagram. Get on Twitter. I'm telling you right now, we're going to ride this lightning bolt all the way to another universe, brother. Check it out. Cinema 7 Podcast, right now. Let's get to the next thing. Um, TV shows. Some of our top five TV shows of the year. Uh, there was a lot of TV shows that came out. Oh my goodness. Uh, some that didn't last that long. I watched next to none of them. John <laughs> watched next to none of them, so he'd probably was, name whatever he prepared. watched. Well, John doesn't have time. John works like all the time. That's why John's list of video games is so long. <laughs> I, I play those at night when I stay up till 3 a.m. <laughs> That's different. He's he's interacting with them. You know, TV show, I, he's not interacting. Look, I have five things for this, if that's what we're doing, top five. I have okay, five things. Okay. You know what? You kick it off, John. Name your top five TV shows. All right. Uh, so I have animes included because, you know, I watch them animes. I have no anime. I have oh, one. Looks, looks like Chris Ox sucks. <laughs> Realistically, I couldn't find a list of like a good list of like what TV shows premiered. So there's probably a ton I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and hate, I, I chose that. not to count sequel seasons because uh, I just wanted to do newer stuff. Because okay. I mean, like Game of Thrones. Come on. I, everybody watches that. I don't need to say it's good. I, I still think it's good. Mm-hmm. Walking Dead, not not so much. But yeah. <laughs> so no, I number five. Um, I did. Let's see here. What are these things? Uh, uh, number five. I did the. Uh, this is the only thing I did specifically of a sequel season because it was Adventure Time's last season. I did the last season of Adventure Time as number five because uh, it was a great wrap up to the series, and I really enjoyed it. And it was a. Uh, I, I, it was kind of more of a 
more meaningful to me because me and my brother watched it together and stuff, and we'd always talk about it. Uh, number four is uh, the Great British Baking Show on Netflix. I love that freaking show. That <laughs> show is so good. It's so good. I uh, I always imitate Paul Hollywood all the time. Now that that's a soggy bottom. We uh, Jennifer and I watch it like. And we'll we'll blow through it in like a weekend. Oh my god! And we'll both pick people, and like ninety percent of the time, we like know who's going to the finals. Oh, it's, you can know sometimes. You know. Yeah, it's it's fun. I like the show. Uh, number three uh, is an anime called uh, Goblin Slayer. I'm pretty sure most people have heard about it. What? I've heard about it's, it, and I I know explain of it, but I don't. I haven't watched it or know what it's about. So, Chris Hawk, imagine a uh, harem anime where the main character doesn't give a shit about the girls because he only wants to kill goblins. His whole goal is to kill goblins, and he's super badass. But he does it with, like, basic gear and, like, creative ways. It's like it's not like this, you know, it's One Punch Man-esque person just annihilating things. Like, he gets his ass kicked. He's using, like, a small shield and a short sword because it's easier to move around in caves. Like, it's it's pretty well thought out. It is pretty uh, pretty violent, I will say. And there are some uh, uncomfortable scenes for certain people. So if you want to, you know, check it out, you should probably look those up before you decide whether you like it or not. Would I like it? I think you'd think it would be cool, but I think you would think other parts are unnecessary. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about already. <laughs> Yeah, uh, number two is uh, another anime. It's Steins Gate Zero that came out. The uh, pseudo-sequel to Steins Gate. Uh, very good. It actually takes place in the middle of the original Steins Gate because uh, time travel. But uh, it's very good. I liked it. So it's it's you think it's, it's worth it, John? I think so, yeah. I think uh, if you were to go back and watch the original Steins Gate and then watch Steins Gate Zero in place where it should be, I think it would make sense. I liked it. And number one is uh, another anime because uh, I watched a lot of good animes this year and I didn't want to do sequel seasons of things. And that is uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. <laughs> which is a I slice of life. But uh, he basically helps his friends solve like supernatural occurrences. And it's, uh, it's really good. It is really good stuff. And it's not over the top in terms of... Uh, like fan service or anything like the characters are all likable and uh it's just, it's just a very good anime it's another really popular anime right now though so if you are into anime you've already heard about it so i'm not gonna delve deep into it same as goblin slayer I, lo- like I love the, the title i love that title well that's what i said goblin slayer is literally the number one anime in like 90 percent of countries right now yeah it's like the it anime it's like the what was, when what year was it it's when the, attack on titan was the, popular it's, it's the sword, it's that good it's the sword art online okay of 2018. So, uh, I'll go next. My top five shows was probably uh, Westworld Season 2. Just because of all the things I've watched, that was probably uh, the You guys want to finish our Westworld discussion right now? <laughs> we started it. We tried. <laughs> we tried. That's another one we never got really on track with. Was the hey, we like, Westworld we, uh, episode? We like to keep our fans guessing. We do, we do. So uh, come back next week, and you have no idea what it's about. <laughs> Show's garbage. I hate it. <laughs> the season two was a little like, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though, John. It, it's 
I don't know. It was good, but it wasn't like it wasn't a new idea. So yeah, it's like what are they what are they gonna do now? I don't know. I, I mean, since John didn't do second seasons or anything like that, I mean, I could put Hero Equals Mass, the Netflix anime on there. I thought that was really good. And there was like Vampire Slayer or something I watched on Netflix, but that came out like 10 years ago, so I can't count that. <laughs> hey, if we're counting 10 years ago, I watched all of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> you, you could throw it on there. Uh, yeah, this, that's number 0.5 because that's fantastic. I see what the hype was about that I missed 10 years ago. Uh, number four is The Toys That Made Us Season 2. I destroyed that in a, like a couple hours. I love I, I love the first season, and I, I don't know, it's just fascinating to hear to hear about the toys and how they're created and, and stuff like that. Season two talks about, uh, oh no, it's it's called Vampire Night. That's what it's called, Vampire Night. It's old. Did you, wa- did you watch the Lego one, Mario? Yeah, the Lego one's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that one. That one the Hello cool. Kitty one was interesting. I like that episode. Uh, number Hello three. Kitty's so damn popular. Number three was Altered Carbon. That came out last year, right? Yes. Uh, I thought that show was pretty good. It, it did have uh, some parts in it where I was like, this is a little ridiculous. And It and, goes off the rails a little bit. Yeah, it goes is off the rails. Space Vampire? Space Vampire show? Is that that show? <laughs> no, that, no, that's... Uh, what was that show? Oh, my God. They, they ended it, and I was kind of mad. Because it was getting. I know you were telling me there was like space vampires and werewolves. And <laughs> no, it was just the like. The moon. I don't know. There's something going They go on. to this banded ship and there's like these weird vampire alien zombie things that on there. <laughs> exactly. Vampire alien zombies in space. I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> that's just the way I described it, but I don't think what, that's what, what show, it was. What show is this? Um, It's called Dark Star. Dark Matter. Yeah, okay, there we go. Dark Matter. Oh, Dark Matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, the Dark Matter is what the space vampires eat. Uh, it's it's congealed human blood like that's left to space. That's what I understand from the show. <laughs> Look, I, I like that show. I'm mad they canceled that. Uh, wait, let's see, what was I on? Number number two, The Good Cop. I thought that, that show, like, I could not stop watching it. I really enjoyed The Good Cop. Uh. Some other shows that I did watch that didn't make the list are uh, Haunting on Hill House at Hill House. Did you guys watch that at all? Because that was pretty popular for a while. Mario, you didn't put Glow Season 2 up there? I didn't get the number one yet. I'm just naming some things oh, that I've bad. watched. Castle Rock, you guys watched that? No. No, these are all things people told me to watch, and I was like, if they're really good, Mario will tell me to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Rock. And he never did. Castle so. Rock was pretty good. It just I didn't like the way it ended. Uh, Black Lightning. I kind of like Black Lightning. Uh, Krypton was pretty good. I actually liked Krypton. I didn't finish it, though. Uh, Happy, the sci-fi original about the guy who sees the unicorn, the imaginary friend. That's pretty... uh, That actually wasn't that bad, but it's uh, very raunchy. Uh, The Crossing... Which wasn't bad until it got really religious, and then I, I just kind of like, I, I couldn't do it. But uh, my number one TV show is Glow season two. There you go, Chris Hawk. Oh, way to spoil it, Chris Hawk. <laughs> Dang it, you spoiled Moving it. Moving on. <laughs> <I'm so> <laughs> just the way they handle uh, 
like uh, certain things like like in season one when they did the uh, you know the the abortion thing and season two you know they they uh, metaphored towards like uh, the one girl liking another girl or, or uh, you know acceptance and equality and stuff like that I, I just I like the way the show does it it does it in a way that's that's fun and non like preachy if that makes any sense but also because of wrestling and it's based on a, off of something that's true the glow ladies of wrestling so that's my number one Chris Hawk what right. you got what you got for us Chris Hawk what would you like this year for, for my fifth I got um the good place I think the good place is a fantastic show um, I think the best part about it is, is like it deals with the afterlife, but there's not a lot of religious content to it, so I think it's even funnier. Um, I do feel like in season three that it kind of feels like it's treading a little water until the previous episode that just happened what last week. It, it when you confine yourself to like two, what was it, one and a half seasons? You have a, you have a, like a ritual and it kind of got out of it and it kind of didn't know what it was, but it, 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 I mean, honestly, it went right back on track the last episode. So I, I feel like it's a really, it's, I think it's the funniest show on television. I agree with Mario for my number four, uh, the good cop, the good cop. I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching it. Tony Danza is a revelation. He's a madman. He's the best. (laughs) He's just I can't stop watching Tony Danza. And I think I I believe what people saw back then when they saw Happy Days, Tony Danza was he was the thing. He was it. Pretty sure he was on Happy Days cuz I'm pretty sure. I, I don't on, I don't know if it was Happy. I don't think it's Happy Days. Well then, he was, maybe that's Fonzie. I'm thinking of Fonzie. Aren't Someone I? Yeah, really think, hates you right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so Tony, he was on Three's Company or something. No. Somebody really, really hates you now. (laughs) Golden Girls. That's best known for the TV series Taxi. That's what it is. Taxi with uh, Queen Latifah. Let's go. Oh, my Um, God. Even more (laughs) hatred now. (laughs) All right. And Chris Hawk's list was cut short, unfortunately. He he had to be taken away. So, Mario. (laughs) But I I do. uh, Josh Groban, though, he is really good and i'm pretty glad they didn't make him sing but i'm pretty sure it's going to be a gag in the second season it probably will be you know the uh, first couple uh sorry to cut you off real quick i just okay. wanted to say that the first couple episodes you can totally notice how uncomfortable he is with the camera being there like i feel like but then he starts to really get the hang of being the character and and you almost uh I don't know. He gets. You can tell he gets more comfortable, and the show just gets better as it goes on. Which is weird because if you go to his IMDb page, he has a lot, a lot of acting roles. Which is weird because I don't remember him in anything else. I just want to point out that uh, the series was canceled. <gasps> You're lying. No. Yeah, November 2018. Oh my god! No more podcast. We're done. We're done for the We're night. Done. I'm actually going to text. Uh, I'm going to tweet at Netflix. See what I see. How many people I can get some signatures? Sign a All petition. Right. Yeah, get it. All right, for number three, I have the the. Uh, it's Sabrina, the teenage witch. I forget the, was it the scary adventures of the weird adventures of Sabrina. I forget what the name was called, but uh, it was a really good 
departure from the teenage witch um melissa joan hart this is a very darker it's a i would say it's a more like riverdale meets harry potter plus like um harry potter the, the occult um because she goes to school a magic school oh. um and I, I think I really dig it. Every character is played wonderfully. Sabrina herself, I think she she steals the entire show. She's a very powerful character. She's you know she's a feminist. She fights dearly for her friends, and she's very courageous. Uh, it's a good show, very good show. For my second number two, uh, Glow season two, what Mario said, the show doesn't come off preachy at all. It has all these different types of um, social you know, platforms that it, it shows, but it doesn't really come off as preachy. The acting and the wrestling is top-notch in this one. It just gets better and better. Um, you actually root for every single character near the end. And it's, I think every, you know, you start to like um, Mark Maron's character, even though he's the biggest dick ever you know what's funny but is you, you start to like his character a lot during the second season you know what's funny is i started liking him at the end of season one and then i hated him again and then i started to like him again i, I wonder think, if yeah. i wonder if they're gonna keep doing that i just hope he doesn't screw it up that's what i'm saying yeah me too um, and for my number one of the year would have to be ugly delicious on netflix and it's basically like an anthony bourdain style uh show where anthony bourdain but not him, goes out, but um, I forget the guy's name, but it was, honestly, this show kind of affected me a lot because... R.I.P. Right, R.I.P., Anthony Bourdain. Uh, eating is something I sometimes take for granted. I don't really try new things, and this show helped me, it was like, just try new things. So literally every single time that I've been out to a restaurant this year, or any place... You know, we've been to a weird food market or anything. I've, I've always tried to take the next step to try something new, whether it be like a new type of vegetable or meat or some type of food I would never ever eat. I I would do it because the show just. I've been doing that too recently. Like I just been trying whatever, trying to get because it's so much fun. And it's mysterious. Yeah, and and they I say when you show, get older, you lose taste buds. So yeah, I'm a so, picky eater. So I'm hoping I lose more taste buds because everything looks good. <laughs> but I, I, I do think the show really shows you and delves deep into the cultures of every single place they go to. I, would, I killed this series so fast. I, it made me want to cook too. And I started picking up a lot more cooking afterwards. It made me want to... Like I grilled and um, smoked more after I watched Ugly Delicious. I... I started reading about Japan and, you know, Thai. I just wanted to do everything in this show. It was just a very good show. The main character, I forget the uh, the cook that, I forget his name, but he he's very passionate and he he knows food just like Anthony Bourdain. He's, he's really funny. You see some celebrity friends in the show and, you know, he's, he's like a no bullshit kind of guy. And I, I, I think this was my favorite show of 2018. I only saw like the first two episodes and I thought it was pretty good. I just never caught on because, because you know how you guys know how I do things. I watch a show and I watch another one and then I get caught up in another one. Get caught you watch up in two shows one. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I, you know what? I'm not surprised, or you know, I'm not surprised. You know what? I am surprised that's not on your list, Chris Hawk. Is uh, Altered Coburn was on there? What, what was the what was that one, John? That he really liked the funny mockumentary show. Oh, American Sand, American Vandal t- season two. Yeah, it got beat out. Oh. Yeah, you were talking about that for a while. I'm telling you, man, I watched it all in one day, and even Brittany watched yeah. it with me. Exactly. Here we go. I'm telling you, dude, it was so cool. <laughs> Honor- honorable mention. <laughs> honorable mention right there, boom. I say we just go straight into honorable mentions, right? No. Okay. No, because I'm putting the ad of my dad for our Audible right here. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll tell you what's going to be on my TV show list next year is The Orville Season 2 because... Is it starting off strong? Dude, it's starting off pretty good. First three episodes. It's so good. I still need need to finish Season 1. I texted Mario. I was like, hey, have you seen Episode 1 yet? He was like, what? It's out? And I was like, this is great. This is is fantastic. (laughs) Let's just hope... Let's hope they keep it. Let's hope they keep it going because it's easily one of the best shows on TV. Have you started it yet, Hawk? Yeah, I've, I'm like episode six of season one. I just haven't got around to it, but it's dude, it's fantastic, dude. Keep what like get on it because it's that show is great. Like because they they do the whole Star Trek thing where each episode means has a meaning behind it or like a, a lesson, but then they incorporate you know the uh, the comedy bits. The uh, I forget what what do you, you kind of call it like a. I don't know. The, the comedy stuff gives it that thing where it's like first generation, first generation, next generation. Like me and John have talked about it before where it's like it's so serious some of the time where it gets a little boring. And like this show kind of does a lot of like the old Star Trek things, but it it, it also is fresh and it, the comedy elements just makes it fun. I don't know. It, you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. Mario, is your favorite character in that show that uh, that Dave guy? Is, is that his name? Is Dave? Dan. Dan, yeah. yeah. Is that your favorite character? Hey, I'm Dan. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> Who, who's Dan? The, the, the first episode of season two, I did. I, I had so much feels during that episode because, like, every. Like, you could feel every male character. I felt everything that they all felt. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this, I feel attacked. I want to know what I want to know what's happening. You gotta oh gotta catch up. Gotta, gotta catch, catch up. up. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. So that's it for this episode. Make sure to tune in to next week, which is part two of our final countdown or our resurgence, where we talk about our favorite movie moments, movies that almost made our top ten, uh, some of our biggest letdowns of the year, which isn't a lot. I'll just give you a heads up. But uh, and our obviously our top ten movies of the year. So make sure to uh, check back with Cinema 7 next week for part two. And uh, look us up on all social media. If you uh, found us here, then you probably already know how we spell our, our name. It's uh, the word cinema, and then the instead of the S and 7, we, we replace it with the actual number 7. So Cinema 7 Podcast or Cinema 7 underscore pod on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And look us up on Twitch at Cinema 7 Pod. Make sure to uh, check out Sparkberry, as you heard in this episode. Um, we got some cool things coming up this year. We're trying to get back on it because, like we said, we missed the whole season 
Uh, John was busy working a lot. I was busy working a lot. Uh, There's a lot of things going on. Chris Hawk had a newborn baby. He's a double dad. Double dad. So uh, make sure to check back with us, uh, all three of us, John, Chris Hawk, and uh, me, Mario. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great day, evening, morning, night, whatever.